portions of this program are pre-recorded. This is the Joe Pag Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pag Show. Another big program coming your way. It's going to be uh, U.S. Representative James Comer. You, you know, Carrie called him Jamie. Oh, you do now. Okay. Yeah, you know, we're tight. Did you know that? Jamie, how do you, what? Did you call him that during the interview? I don't know. Do you think I did? <sighs> you asked that. I, I probably already know. Yes. Well, I mean, you, you just asked me if I did. I just asked you if you thought I did. I didn't mm. say yes or no. I just, mm. you'll have to stick around for that. Hour number two, James Comer, the, uh, the Biden impeachment inquiry is going to start tomorrow. That's the rumor. Uh, Hunter Biden sitting down in front of this committee. Is that a good thing? Is that a bad thing? Will he, will he plead the fifth? What does he think's going on there? Plus, Zelensky is in town and he's, uh, he's basically telling Congress, Hey, work out your differences. Get me some money. <laughs> you know, Carrie's just kind of saying that. Yeah. That's what yeah. he wants. Yeah. Get it done. Go give, give some us some more. money. I don't know what your disagreement is, but we're going to need some more money. By the way, that is Chocolate Voice. That is Sam Bam. Polo's here as well. Glad to have you along for the ride. Yeah, there, there's a lot going on today. That interview with James Comer is going to be one that you're not going to want to miss. Make sure you stick around for that. If you want to see it as well, go to JoePags.com. Click on Watch Now. Um, also, Angela Morabito, she is an education um, expert. She was the press secretary for the education department under Betsy DeVos, under the Trump administration. Going to talk about a lot of stuff there, including school choice, including teachers' unions, including you know what, what the, the story is with anti-Semitism. On different campuses, we'll have that for you. Make sure you make sure you stop by and lock it in to hear both those interviews. I want to get right to to, to Zelensky in town. I've got um, a lot of sound bites. One, uh, well, two are from Biden. I've got three from Biden. One is just ridiculous. I got two from Biden, and then we've got one from uh, Mitch McConnell, the Senate Minority Leader, and then one from Rand Paul. McConnell and Paul don't agree. Biden just wants to hand, you know, the keys to the kingdom to, to Zelensky. And Zelensky's sitting there in his green pants. Carrie, does he think that we think he's in the war zone, that he's got the green pants on all the time? I guess he tends to do that, especially when he comes here. Yeah. I'm going to throw this out there. You know, old Vladimir needs to suit it up. If he wants to come here and tell us how, how much money we have to give him, that's our money. What do you have for us on this visit? Uh, this is from Fox News. President Biden on Tuesday announced an additional $200 million military aid package to Ukraine to help the war-weary nation in its ongoing fight against Russia. The announcement came as Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky was visiting the White House and meeting with congressional leaders to plead for more U.S. aid. I just signed another $200 million drawdown for the Department of Defense for Ukraine, and that'll be coming, Biden told reporters during an on-camera meeting in the Oval Office with Zelensky. The roughly 200 million in weapons and equipment will be taken from Pentagon stockpiles and include additional ammunitions for the high mobility artillery rocket systems, high speed anti radiation missiles, anti armor systems, artillery rounds, missiles, demolition munitions, 4 million rounds of small arms ammunition, generators, and other equipment and spare parts, one official said. Including that latest package, the U.S. now has about $4.4 billion remaining in weapons it can provide from department stockpiles. As Ellen's 
Zelensky's visit to Washington comes at a grim time for Ukraine. Biden's request for an additional $110 billion USA package for Ukraine, Israel, and other national security needs is at serious risk of collapse in Congress. As Republicans are insisting on linking it to strict U.S.-Mexico border security changes that Democrats decry. Zelensky met privately with U.S. lawmakers earlier Tuesday, including Democrat Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, Republican Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell, and new Republican House Speaker Mike Johnson. Schumer calling it a very powerful meeting, but gave no update on stalled negotiations. Johnson insisted after the meeting, we do want to do the right thing here. Appreciate that. Thank you. So another $60 billion in that $110 billion package is supposed to go to Ukraine. $60 billion. So more than half of it would go to Ukraine. I still don't know why we're sending all this money to Ukraine. I don't want Putin to win. I, I don't want Russia to win. I don't like him rolling in tanks into his, his neighbor and doing whatever he wants. But you've got all of Europe there. You can do anything they want to help out. Asia is closer than we are. But for some reason, we're sending all the money, all the equipment, and if we don't, Zelensky will get on a plane, come over here and tell us what we have to do. And I'm just, listen, I'm not okay with that. I'm not. Now, you've got all sorts of remarks coming from the left and from the right, but even people on the right are not agreeing on this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you um, McConnell, the minority leader in the Senate, who's a war hawk. He wants more Ukraine money. And I'll give you Rand Paul, who does not agree with him. But first, let's give you a couple of uh, Joe Biden sound bites. Uh, Joe Biden, uh, I think this is where he tells the... I don't know if you saw this, Carrie. He tells the um, the media or the press to hush up. Hush up. Oh, I did not hear that. Yeah, he He's does this. Yeah. Hush. Okay. yeah, listen. Thank you. Before the press. Before the press. Whoa. 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 Hush up a second, okay? I've got one more thing to say. I just signed another $200 million drawdown for the Department of Defense for Ukraine, and that will be coming quickly. Thank you. Thank you. I didn't edit that. I didn't elongate it. I didn't do anything. That was just it. That, that was it. And then at the end of it, you, you're seeing them being pushed out of the room. And, and one idiot photographer says, thank you, Mr. President. Shut up. You know what I mean? <laughs> All things stupid. So he tells him to hush up. And then he announces he's just going to grab $200 million out of his rear end or something and hand it to Zelensky while he's there. And, and then just puts on this stupid grin as the media or the press is all yelling at him. And he doesn't answer any questions. And you hear the people say, thank you, thank you. You hear the lady with the thank you pushing them out. It, it, it doesn't make sense. It's like it's some sort of weird satire, some sort of weird parody. So, and then there's, then there's this one. Oh, by the way, he looked down to read that. The weird, I don't know. Maybe I'm that much more cognitively superior to Joe Biden, but I wouldn't need to write down that I've just authorized and just signed off on $200 million. I wouldn't have to, I wouldn't have to write that down. I don't think that's, that's asking much to just remember one line, but here's some more. 
Congress needs to pass the supplemental funding to Ukraine before they break uh, the holiday recess, before they give Putin the greatest Christmas gift they could possibly give him. And uh, so because we've seen what happens when dictators don't pay the price for the damage and the death and the destruction they cause, and they keep going when no price is paid. He had to read that, too. I don't get it. He had to read that, too. He couldn't remember to say Congress needs to pass a supplemental before Christmas? Don't give Putin the Christmas present that he wants? Honestly, I mean, I'm not asking a lot here. But I don't think that's asking for a lot of brain power to remember a few words. But he said Congress needs to this and Congress needs to that. And then you got the doofus uh, McConnell decides he's going to chime in. Years past, you have said when we approach the holidays, you know, if we don't get the work done by a certain date, we're done. You've not said that this year. Does that mean you anticipate the Senate continuing to be in next session or these negotiations on the supplement on the border continuing over the holidays and come back and hit it? Yeah, good question. I think the speaker has said to a number of people that he can speak for himself, but uh, he's apparently said to a number of people they're leaving at the end of the week. So all I have said is practically impossible, even though we reach an agreement to craft it get it through the Senate, get it through the House before Christmas. That doesn't mean it's not important. And even though we've been emphasizing the border, I want to remind everybody of the importance of Ukraine. Uh, We heard from the president today. He is inspirational. They have fought one of our biggest adversaries for almost two years now. We haven't lost a single person. NATO has expanded. The Japanese, the South Koreans, the Taiwanese, the Australians all care about what happens in Ukraine. Um, We're not losing track of that. It's just that border security applies to us as well. And that's why we've emphasized so much that subject in the last few days. I don't know, we're being run by a bunch of old farts who can't get through a thought. I, I don't know. Just a bunch of old farts. <laughs> Looking down, reading off a piece of paper, telling us how inspirational Zelensky is. He mentions a bunch of countries, but doesn't say that they're going to help out. You know, you got this guy. It's like, it's, like an old, it's like a Jimmy Stewart parody. The whole thing is just screwed up. You got a bunch of old farts running the joint, and he's talking about how we haven't lost one person. Right, but they've lost like half a million men in Ukraine. There's a stalemate at best. Ukraine is losing at worst. And yet here are these people going on and on about how much money we need to send. Just get, I, I am not inspired by Zelensky, who shut down opposition press, who shut down people wanting to go and worship at the Russian Orthodox Catholic Church, who shut down the election in his country. It's not a democracy. It's not America. I don't want them to, to be run over by, by Russia, but I think all of Europe and Asia should join forces and stop them. I don't understand why it's on us. Why is it tied to border security whatsoever? I don't understand it. I really don't. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. And you got somebody who's not an old fart who's actually thinking right, and that's Rand Paul. But it's irresponsible to simply borrow more money. To borrow the money from China, simply to send it to Ukraine, makes no sense and makes us weaker, not stronger. But let's be honest. Most of Congress doesn't seem to care about the debt. 
doesn't seem to care how much money we shovel out the door and out of the country. Why? Because it's not their money. Every day, Milton Friedman's statement is proven correct, that nobody spends somebody else's money as wisely as their own. I doubt the big spenders in Congress will ever consider spending any of their own money, but Americans across the land should sit up and notice and attach blame to these profligate spenders. Exactly right. Finally, somebody with a clear conscience who says, enough, we're borrowing money from, borrowing money from one enemy to give to an ally, I guess, to fight another enemy, and then we have to, we have to pay them back with interest. I'm, I'm just not sure I understand. There could have been peace talks before the war ever started. Biden said no to that. I've got that from several sources, including Lieutenant Colonel Atticott. So at some point, you've got to say, all right, at least tell us what the end game is. All right, you want $60 billion more, which is ridiculously astronomical and dumb. Uh, okay, we give you that. Then what's the end game? Because every two weeks, you're going to have Jake Sullivan out there talking about he needs more money. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. I need to know where you are on this conflict in Ukraine, where you are on our, for some reason, our responsibility in the conflict in Ukraine. Because if we want to fight a proxy war against Russia, wouldn't it be easier just to, just to go and take on Russia ourselves, which I don't want to, I don't want to happen. But why are we doing it through Ukraine where you got half a million dead guys in Ukraine now who are alive before the thing started? Who would still be alive had there been peace talks? 888-941-7247, 888-941-PAGS, or JoePags.com. Let me tell you about Swiss America. A bunch of banks going through all sorts of weird stuff. You're seeing it, seeing it online. You're seeing it on the media, on the news. I mean, banks having credit downgraded is a big deal. To us, not to them, no problem. They're just going to keep on racking up profits, maybe get a sweetheart bailout, or quietly be sold to a mega bank. Now, friends over at Swiss America have been sounding the alarm about what they call the secret war on cash, an all-out assault on our freedoms with soaring interest rates squeezing the economy and banks teetering on collapse. Let Swiss America educate you on ways to help protect your hard-earned assets now. Get and read their shocking report, The Secret War on Cash. Your copy is free by calling or texting 800-289-2646. This all-out war on cash, including digital forms of currency, is spreading daily, they say. So... Please read The Secret War on Cash free to my listeners. Just mention PAGS, P-A-G-S, when you call or text 800-289-2646. That's 800-289-2646. Or visit SwissAmerica.com slash PAGS, SwissAmerica.com slash P-A-G-S. Message and data rates may apply. Keep it here. Coming right back. This is The Joe Pags Show. Great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by the Joe Pag Show. We've got uh, Representative James Comer on the program. Oversight Committee Chair. He, of course, overseeing what's uh, the investigation of the Hunter Biden stuff and the Biden crime family stuff. He's gonna. We're going to get into all that. Is there going to be the impeachment inquiry tomorrow in Congress? Looks like it's happening. So we'll, we'll talk about that, certainly. Angela Morabito later on in the program as well. A lot of people calling in to talk about Zelensky in town. More money to Ukraine. Another $60 billion to Ukraine. These, these people who are war hawks on Capitol Hill. Just want more money. Rand Paul is the one sane one, for God's sakes, in the, in the Senate. Anyway, we go to the phone lines. Your thoughts about all of this? It's going to be, um, it looks like Cheyenne in Minnesota. Cheyenne, what's going on? 
Hi, how are you? I have a lot of feelings about this whole warrant, but I think that a lot of people know what this war is really about. And to answer your question, how do I feel about the money being spent? Um, I feel like a lot of this money doesn't even reach the battlefield. Um, and I know that just because of a lot of news that I've heard directly from Europe. Um, and also, we all know why they're spending this much money, because there are people within our government who actually want to destroy this country. You can see that in cities across America. There's no doubt. I mean, absolutely, there are people who are behind in funding the, the uprisings that are happening, the crime that's happening, the anarchy that's happening. And you're right. We Listen, we have no accounting of the money going to Ukraine. Why would we send a dime more? I want to know every bullet they buy. I want to know every tank they're in. I want to know every bit of money that's going to... They're funding pensions in Ukraine. They're funding small businesses in Ukraine. Why? Why would you and I, you in Minnesota and I in Texas, have to fund people over in Kiev who are running a, a mom-and-pop shop? Uh, we shouldn't. No, we shouldn't. And like I said, we know what this war is about. This is all because of Biden. And also, it's a money scheme. You know, our our government is going to get our people who are employed in the government are going to get kickbacks on this. That's why they're allowing Zelensky to come onto our land, use our soldiers. It's just a big old it's a big play in my mind. Well, uh, we, can, um, we can stop you know, it just by getting the accounting. Only, what's that? I say we can stop it just by getting the accounting. Then if there are kickbacks, and I don't know if there are or not, I know that the FTX you know, involvement was certainly getting money back from Ukraine that was sent there to help fund, uh, fund and finance some of these campaigns. But all we have to we do is have an accounting. accounting. We won't receive accounting. Unfortunately, they'll cook the books. And if we did a, get a proper accounting, uh, we would be, it would be clear. Um, it's a big fat play. And, you know, um, about half of Americans already know this. Um, in my opinion, I think there are people who are blind, especially young people, but most people know what this is all about. I hear you, Cheyenne. I appreciate it. Thanks. Open line now, 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com to Texas and Rich. Oh, Rick, what's going on, Rick? Hey, uh, good afternoon, Joe. Hi. And uh, Merry Christmas. To Merry you. Christmas. Um, listen, uh, my thoughts kind of a little, kind of piggybacking on your previous caller, uh, what if, just what if these two guys, Zelensky and Putin, are actually uh, came up with this war to weaken the United States so that not only does it weaken us financially, but we're sending them weapons from our stockpile. Okay, so that makes our military weak. And everything that I've heard and read from uh, uh, from the border, which I got family down on the border, um, said that there there's a from. Uh, Border Patrol as well, that there's a lot of military-aged Chinese individuals crossing into Texas or, you know, into uh, the United States in general. So if that's the case, and if these two guys are playing the American people, then China doesn't have to invade the United States. They're already here. That is a serious conspiracy theory that I am not going to agree with, but it's okay to be a conspiracy theorist. Conspiracies sometimes come true. But um, the idea that Putin and Zelensky are working together and the outcome is, the outcome is that, that Russia wants three provinces or Dumbasses in Ukraine out of it and killing half a million Ukrainian men is no problem for Zelensky, I would find that to be an unbelievable reach. An unbelievable reach. Now, are there people who are military age coming across the southern border from all sorts of places around the globe? Yes. Are, are there some coming from China? Yes. Uh, is China outnumbering others? No. But Zelensky and, and Putin working together to ruin Ukraine and kill half a million Ukrainian men? I'm not buying that. I hear you, and I understand why you said it, but I don't, I don't believe it. 
but who knows? 888-941-PAGS, JoePags.com. Stay right here. Joe Pags.